Well, before we get into this week's episode, a special announcement. We are hosting a one-hour teleseminar, How to Sell a Premium Product in a Commodity World, 12 Tips to Command Your Price and Grow Your Income. It's Friday, May 4th at 12 noon. We are limiting participants to the first 100 people. And yes, as you would expect, our podcast audience gets first access. The world can sign up next week, but this week it's all yours. Tuition, $97. Go to Caskey One, click on Seminars to find out much more and to register. This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. Well, welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast. And yes, Brian Neal is back today. He will be here uh, after we play a little snippet of an interview that I did with John Jantz a couple weeks ago. And Brian will be here. And actually, we recorded the whole podcast and we found out that it had a very nasty and annoying hiss to it. And it sounded like someone was standing right over us hissing at us. But of course, that was impossible because nobody can get into our safely locked studio. But anyway, I'm going to play this little interview that I did with John. John is a proprietor of Duct Tape Marketing. He's written a book by that name. He's written a book called The Referral Engine, which we have recommended several times on the podcast here. John has awesome information. He's really got a wise way about him. He's, he's worked with so many small businesses that he's got valuable insight. And then we're going to also play the entire recording, the entire interview on Caskey One. So go to Caskey One and uh, you can hear the entire John Jantz interview. So here's John, a little discussion I had with him. We're going to pick out about a five- or six-minute clip, and then Brian and I will be back on the other side to talk a little bit about what our insights were. I told you I was going to ask you a couple questions about the referral engine, and I'd like to, but I'd like to start with maybe a, a slightly different question, and that is you've been doing this for a while, maybe not 15 or 20 years, but you've been doing it for a while. What, how has your message changed over the years, or has it? Well, I, you know, actually, I did start my own uh, marketing consulting firm, kind of the traditional model, 20-plus uh, years ago. So I have been doing it a long time, and it, but it was really about 10 years ago where I made a, a sort of a major shift, and uh, like a lot of genius ideas, it was maybe because I was trying to figure out how to make money. <laughs> um, and, you know, I had been doing kind of the... The, the traditional model, you know, what do you need? Okay, I'll go back and write a proposal, and hopefully, you know, we can do something for you. And it, it was just very difficult because a lot of small businesses have the same challenges and needs as very large businesses, but not the same attention span or, you know, in many cases, the same budget. So uh, about 10 years ago where I made a major shift is I said, you know what, I'm going to treat marketing like a system <laughs> or maybe even uh, closer to like a product, um, and I'm going to go in out to uh, the market, and I'm going to say, instead of saying, what do you need? I'm going to say, here's what you get. <laughs> we're going to go, we're going to start from point A. We're going to go to point Z. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what you're going to do. And by the way, here's what it's going to cost. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, uh, I'm still finding is a, is a rather revolutionary <laughs> way to think in terms of, of delivering a service. But it has really hit home with the small business. And I, I think in large part, it's, if, if anything, it's been a great uh, factor in any level of success we've, we've experienced because I think it makes that, that approach makes total sense to a business owner who's 
treats everything else in their business in many cases <laughs> as a system, yeah. uh, but, but, but couldn't wrap their head around the idea of, of marketing as a system, and it, it just made so much sense. Well, what I love about it is that, uh, you know, and, and selling is a system too, and we, of course, our, our uh, domain is selling and, and sales skills, but there is a sequential step-by-step to everything, and I think sometimes, especially we salespeople, we're not... Uh, really high in prudence and planning, and we're a little bit impulsive and a little bit wing it. We have kind of a wing it sometimes attitude. And I really like what you've talked about, about there is a beginning and there is an end. And if you're not willing to check all the boxes along that path, then uh, you're not going to get the results that you really deserve. Well, and I think a lot of it also goes to uh, consistency, Uh, uh, you know, because having a system, having the steps means that, that, you know, the first time they see you're saying and doing the same thing, the second time, the third time, and that that really la- you know adds to this whole trust building idea that's so important uh, as well. But I also think that one of the things that that having a system does is it also tells you what to leave out, and that's uh, where I think a lot of people stumble is because we fall prey to the idea of the week, and somebody says, "Oh, you need to be on I don't know Pinterest or you know <laughs> so, something it. to, that's to it this you know, week. generate all of your marketing and." And, and having kind of this, here's what we do, it allows you to kind of say, hey, we don't need the idea week. We don't need the new brilliant thing that comes along. We just need to work, you know, what we've got. So, Brian, what did you think of what, uh, what John said? I know you, you had a couple of notes there. You yeah, made. yeah. the first, uh, better than this, it was good audio. We had a little yeah. hissing problem in the first part, didn't we? There's a snake in the room. Um, let me go backwards from what John said, first of all. And, and this was, I think it's a great thing for a listener to hear. It's very, very important. And this really hit me because I thought, gosh, some of my clients fall into this category. Is And it's not a word because it didn't spell check right in my iPhone here. And it is, are you referable? Ask yourself, are you referable? And I've never thought about that before, ever. I've always kind of assumed, hey, any salesperson can work a referral-based process and get introduced to people, and that's not accurate. There are some people, I even think of my own clients that I work with, and I like them, and they're great salespeople, and I wouldn't refer them. And there are reasons why. Is why. That? why is that? It, it's different. It'll be different for every mm-hmm. single person. It could be a tenure thing. It could be a demeanor thing. It could be a knowledge okay. thing. It could yeah. be. It's going to be different in all cases. I think it's not that the product is not necessarily no. good, or sometimes it is the product. Or is the product? Yeah, yeah. just so there's a lot of depend. these factors. Yeah, and I think it's a really good kind of litmus test to take for myself and think of our company and say, good. man, yeah. how referable are we? Are we someone that people say you've got to get the place we're sitting here? We mentioned earlier, milestone. They're referable. Does yeah. everything about them makes you want to? Tell other people yeah, that work. Not embarrassed about. No, not at all. Work. They're you smart. Like the and they're good, and it, you, you know, it's, it, you're worth it. So, are you referable? Is a great question for an individual to ask and for a company to ask. So, so maybe that's all. something that a person could take away from this: is just write down the the ten things that either make you referable or the or things not. that are, are not. Yeah, maybe there's some gaps. Great thing too if you've got the the gumption. I almost said the wrong word. <laughs> if you got the gumption to go ask your clients this. That says, what about us makes us referable, and what about us makes us yeah. not so yeah, referable? That's a, great, that's a really, really good thing to do. And you, again, got to be ready for the answer if yeah. you're going to ask the no question. Second thing I heard, and we talk about this when we're talking about telling our story, is he said, a system tells you what to leave out. And the word I wrote below that was polarizing. And I think this is a really good takeaway for our listeners to ask myself as a salesperson, how polarizing am I? How definitive, line driven am I? And that can come, there's a thing called scope creep that we all Mm -hmm. have, right? We have it a lot in the service world, in the consulting world. Everyone's got it, where we creep kind of outside of our boundaries. And what he's saying here is the system tells you what to leave out. This is we don't do that. We don't do that. And so ask yourself, if you're listening to this, how many times a day 
Do I bleed out? Do I have scope creep? And it can be in pricing. So someone could say, hey, man, just knock two points off and I'll do the deal. In the I, sales like, process. In the sales mean, process. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. yeah, it could be part of your deal is we only do deals with, with this. with only We only do deals with the CEO or the, the exact buyer person. You can't get to that person. So then it's a no deal. It's polarizing. You're like, okay, the system tells me I don't go there. It's a really, really good thing, I think. Yeah, it's good. I like that, too, because it, if you don't have the system built or the process to where you can even filter it, you, you will always scope creep. Always. Yeah. A- absolutely. I think that's really good. The, the one thing I heard him talk about up front, he was talking about the marketing business, about selling error, and he said that he has to have some kind of program to sell. What are you going to get? What yeah. does it look like? What does it sound like? And I, I was immediately thinking that, well, that's really more for consultants or yeah. attorneys but really, it's for all of us. Yeah. Because, like you've said before, air is what you you want to sell air because the air is filled with your expertise and knowledge yeah. and wisdom and perspective. Yes. And the more air you have on your side, the more you're going to differentiate yourself because anybody can sell computers. Correct. But to sell the knowledge around the computer and how to set it up and how to apply it and how to use it, that's really the value. Yep. And I think anyone who listens to this who says or thinks, well, I sell a product, I'm more product-focused, is totally missing the boat. You have to realize that the air that you sell, everyone, we've got to learn to sell it and be really good at it. That's the knowledge and expertise where, you, like you said, differentiate yourself from yeah, the, yeah. The, the trinket of whatever is here. So. so make sure you go to uh, the LinkedIn group, Advanced Selling Podcast. If you're not a part of that, please yeah. be a part of it. It's uh, some good discussions Very going good discussions. on. Some really, really good writers and, and people who are smart, posting questions. They're really people. smart people. We are his free. How do you say goodbye in uh, Adios. Adios, amigos. See you. Okay. See you next time. Bye. Bye. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast presented by Caskey Achievement Strategies Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to iTunes.